JD Talking Sports. It is Monday, February 24th, 2020. I just passed. They're shooting billions right next door. I feel like I'm in the game. I feel like I'm on the Hollywood Street. No, not really. They were shooting. I think there were two state troopers outside of the building next door, which is a luxury-ass building. Some dipshit there has a Lamborghini or test, I don't know, a Ferrari, whatever, that he likes to rev up all the time in the uh, middle of the night, like 12 o'clock, and Michigan always goes crazy. Joey Bumbles, thank you again. I used uh, too many goddamns yesterday, and sometimes it happens. Some of us have filters, some of us don't. Some of us say whatever comes in our mind, some of us don't. Some of us just say words that offend others, and some don't. And that's what makes the world go round. Also what makes the world go round is the freaky-ass tourists who keep feeding the freaking squirrels. Now, I see some black squirrels. I saw somebody in front of the Central Park Zoo on all fours trying to feed the squirrels. I'm like, that is a rodent, a rat. And all these wackos are freaking feeding these animals. So now they're going to come to everybody. They're not going to be afraid of everybody. I, I'm waiting for somebody to get attacked by these squirrels. One of them's going to be, what's feral? 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 Yeah, feral. And then it's all going to break loose. We watched, oh, and last night we watched Family Feud, and one, there was a preacher and his wife who said, uh, he said, uh, the first lady, she goes, the only lady. She brought a tambourine. And one of the kids, one of the sons answered the question. Three, the three answers were already up there, and he said all three answers. And then he looked up and he realized, oh. And then he started playing, the, well, first he started playing the tambourine and singing a song. Uh, oh, man, I'm fuck, for, help me out here. The Family Feud host, Steve Harvey, and it was funny as shit. Then the guy realizes that all three answers were up there, so it was pretty goddamn funny. Oh, I said it again. I just caught myself. It was pretty funny. See, I just caught myself. I guess I, yeah, it is. It just flows out of the mouth. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. And I found out the Italians, garlic garlic bread is for the Olive Garden. It is, it is a, a well. That's what Joey Bumbles told me that it is a. Blasphemy to bring up garlic bread. It was hilarious last night, though. That's all I got to say about that. And today they had the memorial for Kobe Bryant, and MJ said there's going to be a meme because he got teared off talking about, about uh, Kobe. And Vanessa Bryant is filing a lawsuit against the helicopter company. I had some, but heads are going to roll. My mother picked up some clothes for me. I am getting my surgery has been approved. I don't know what time, but Thursday between 7 and 5, I will be getting surgery. Gumbo Chef is shooting right now. I'm wishing him the best. I just saw James. He's as jovial as ever. Gregarious. He's a people person. Yeah. Yeah. See, I caught myself. I, I guess I do say it often. And today we have very interesting stuff going on. So betting in NFL stadiums, I think it's going to be within the next one to three years. NFL Friday took another step toward fully embracing legalized sports gambling. Before you know it, they're going to have kiosks in the stadium, which they, which they should have. I mean, come on. It is a huge industry. Huge. Huge. Last year, total $13 billion was bet legally. Now, that's legally on sports in the U.S., generating $118 million in state and local tax revenues, according to the American Gaming Association, an industry trade group. Lawmakers in 18 other states are now considering sports betting legislation. According to the, this is going to happen. Have the kiosk in the goddamn... St oh, I said it again. I guess that is, that's my go-to. It is my go-to. Have it in all the freaking stadiums. Let's get this over with, and we can move on. We can say, hey, it's going to make money for everybody. Everybody's going to 
going to be printed money like they are the U.S. Mint. It is going to be amazing. Do it. I don't know what the problem is. Let's do it. Everybody makes more money. And then, you know, give a, give a percentage to the players. Uh, but then, you know, they're saying it's in the stadiums. Then it could lead to point shavings. But if they're making that much money, then they wouldn't have to do it. But there's always greedy people out there. There's always greedy people out there. Like Garden Gecko, when, when he asks, Gordon, when is enough enough? How many, how many boats do you need? How many houses? Listen, I was just reading about Bloomberg. Bloomberg has, what, two houses in New York, one in the country, two houses in London. I think I've... He's got a lot. He's one, got one veil. He's doing all right for himself. And he should. He has all the money. He can do whatever he wants. He's made a lot of money. No personality, but self-made. It's his money. Let him do whatever he wants with it. And what, explain this to me. We were watching, well, Michigan was watching, and I, I watched with her because she loves the show. The, the whatever. The one with Jesse, the kid, from, the guy from, uh, what the, what's that show? Modern Family? The... The American, the, they build houses for people. I don't, I can't remember the name of the show. All I know is that people do it so they can feel good about themselves, helping other people. And they keep, show, they show shots of people, everybody crying, the story. That, listen, the family that, that was on it was from Africa. It was a brother and two sisters. A sister was killed. A younger sister was killed. The parents were killed. And they got together with an aunt and, a, and, and her daughter, and they built a house for them, which was going to, it was a huge house. I don't know what kind of money they made, but the brother was supporting the whole family, and it was in Ogden, Utah, which is where Weber State, Weber State is, and Weber State gave all of them scholarships to college, which I thought was really great. American Home Improvement or something? I can't remember the name of the show. But one of the person was a certified organizer, and I said, you have to get certified to organize for people? I just was, I almost, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you're, you're joking, right? You're joking. But what do I know? Certified organizer. And then Saturday, three of the nation's top four ranked teams in college basketball, Baylor lost, Gonzaga lost, and San Diego State had won a combined 68 straight games, the, th the three of them. By the end of the day, all three had lost. Kansas wasn't a shock, but San Diego State lost to Univa team that started the day 14-14 and 14 and was a 14-point underdog. Gonzaga didn't just lose the number two BYU they lost 91-78, their 40-game regular season West Coast Conference winning streak over. Now, they said this could affect number one seedings. San Diego State and Gonzaga, though, could drop one seed line due, due to limited remes, resumes coming from mid-major conferences, and they'll both be battling to be the number two seed in the West region. They'd rather be there than go east and have to travel cross-country. I guess we'll see what happens. And then that kid, uh, Udoka, from Kansas, he was a beast. The seven foot one Azubike, Yudoka Azubike, 23 points, 19 rebounds, three shots he blocked. It's going to be a beast. We'll see how that works out. Now, Bill Self's team was ousted on the first week of the NCAA tournament last season. They lost him to a torn ligament in his right hand, but they should be the early, and I cannot stand Kansas. I am, I, I loathe them. Number one, Top 25 came out. Kansas, number one spot in the AP. Takeover for Baylor fell to two. Then Gonzaga fell to three. Dayton Forcing State fell to five. Then Flow State, Duke, Kentucky, Maryland. Creighton 10, Louisville 11, Villanova 12, 
Seton Hall 13, Oregon 14, Auburn 15, Penn State, Penn State had a bad loss, 16, BYU 17, Iowa, Michigan back in the top 25 at 19, West Virginia 20, Colorado 21, Texas Tech 22, The Dump at 23, Michigan State at 24, and Houston at 25. Three of the top five lost. So Baylor, Gonzaga, San Diego State, Duke, Maryland, Penn State, all lost one game this week. What are you going to do? Gonzaga, they had a drop. They lost 66-63 to UNLV. And they're not going to win when you're 38.9% from the floor and including 8 for 27 from three. Try to make a comeback. Didn't happen. Penn State's uh, running the top 10 ended one week after it began. They lost to Illinois and Indiana dropped all the way down to number 16. They had won eight straight Big Ten wins. They're going to they're gonna make the NCAA tournament. Since they're true quicker for the first tournament since 2011. They said the separation between 1 and 25 is razor thin. They said Houston could find a way to beat Kansas on a neutral site. Not neutral site. So Michigan, number 19, number 22, Texas Tech, and number 24, Michigan State, all in the top 25 for back in their their newbies in the top 25. And as I said, Rutgers, bad loss this week. And then Syracuse. Syracuse looks like it's going to miss the NCAA tournament. And I, they, they were always a beast with Jimmy Beheim. Three times in the last six, six years, they will miss the NCAA tournament. The three years they made it, they were on eight seed or lower. It's the worst stretch in Beheim's Hall of Fame career. Even in a down year for the ACC, the Orange couldn't rise above the mediocrity. The best one is over on is over on the bubble, Virginia, and there's no guarantee next year will be better. He can return most of the group. The ACC will be better. It can't be worse. And unless top 100 recruit Cottery Richmond makes an immediate impact or a major transfer comes aboard, it's hard to think that they'll do any better next year. Which I mean, they used to be, goddamn Billy Owens, Derek Coleman. Carmelo, they won, a, they, won, they won a title, his only title. I think Carmelo, how good he was in college. He wins, goes in freshman, wins a national championship, goes to the pros, and never lives up to that potential. Just, what are you going to do? Eh. Crazy. And it, that's what I love. This year's tournament, good luck picking your uh, brackets. It's going to be ugly. It's, because anybody could beat anybody, I think. I really think, I agree. The difference between 1 and 25 is razor thin. And Michigan, Juwan Howard, got to give him props, playing well. I'd love... R- r- I think Rutgers has to win one or two. Rutgers has to prove they can win. They have to win on the road. They have one road win this whole goddamn season. I don't care how great you are at home. You have to win some road games. You can't be that bad on the road. And I don't think uh, Steve Peichel's team is there yet. I think next year will be better. Maybe it's this year NIT, make a run in the NIT, have a, and then build up something for next season. They'll be even stronger. He'll get better recruits. We'll see. And Anthony Joshua, it's time to run. Stop running. Fight, fight Tyson Fury. You haven't fought anybody. You, you freaking play games with Wilder over money and all that bullshit. And you, you don't have credibility in my book. You fought some blimp who beat you, beat your ass. You won because he partied for too many months. He came back, Garcia. You beat his ass the second time. You haven't beat anybody of substance out there. Oh, maybe you, beat, yeah, you beat Klitschko, but Klitschko was on the way down anyway. Fight Tyson Fury, and let's see what you can do out there. It would be huge in England. They could fight anywhere for that matter, but if they fight in England, it would be the biggest fight out there. We'll see what happens. And then I saw... Mavericks filed a protest after Saturday's loss to the Hawks. Misapplication of rules from, uh, per Mark Stein of the New York Times. He came into play with 8.4 seconds left remaining in the fourth quarter when officials blew the whistle for an apparent goaltending bef- before Hawks forward John Collins converted a putback. The bus basket counted, giving Atlanta a 11-107 lead that ended up being the final score. Dallas wants to replay the end of the game with a jump ball with 9.7 seconds remaining. It's never going to happen. Mark Cuban complained about the officials after the game on Twitter. This is absurd. 
where there's more. One of the refs told us it was an inadvertent whistle, so it was not goaltending. Doesn't matter that people stopped. They thought the whistle came after the putback, so the basket counted. You know, listen, they keep making goddamn mistakes. Let's get something fixed already. Every play should be reviewable in every sport. They should always have someone there that if it happens, someone's there, bam, makes a decision. He's watching the game. Anyway, you have a billion-dollar industry. Somebody should be watching every goddamn play of every play. And then there's no worry about, oh, is it, this isn't reviewable. Every call, reviewable. End this scenario. Done. They're not going to review it. They're not going to replay 9.7 seconds. Good luck, Mark Cuban. Good. Keep smoking that uh, wacky weed because it's never going to happen. And yesterday, LeBron had game-winning sh- shot. They said he had a smirk when he scored on Jalen Brown. Lakers-Celtics final would be cool. cool. Fans would be pumped. Lakers 43-12, and 12, playing good ball. And then I was watching some XFL. Yes, St. Louis' first football game, first football game in over 15, what, 1,578 days. The Battle Hawks, the fans were into it. Some girl wanted to trade Girl Scout cookies for a football. She got the football at the end of the game. It was pretty freaking cool. The fans were rocking. And the New York Guardians suck. Matt McGloin went out. Then they brought in Marquise Williams from UNC. He got hurt, and they brought in this kid who I was supposed to be. It was uh, the, the D2 division, the Harlan Trophy winner for D2. Forget his name. He got in, so they had three quarterbacks. They're playing terrible right now. They were fighting. There was a lot of fights in the field, and that was pretty ugly. But I watched it. It wasn't, it wasn't unbearable football. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And Miguel Andujar for the Yankees. Early days of camp, he's trying to make himself more, more versatile. He is actually trying out outfield first base in the early days of working at third. He had an opposite field home run yesterday. In 2018, he had 15 errors, were actually less than Nolan Arenado had last year. Arenado has won the NL Gold Glove at third in each of, the, each of his eight big league seasons. Now, this is, they said, he's turning 25 next month. He, he has to work on his defense, but they said his, you know, his hitting, we know he can hit. Now, the thing, he could have limits of where he's going to play because Stanton, Brett Gard, Aaron Judge will be backed up by Mike Tauchman in the outfield. We're likely to reserve infielder Tyler Wade can also play. Luke Voigt will be the starting first baseman with Mike Ford and DJ LeMayhew in reserve. There will be DH at bats for Andujar if Stanton regularly plays left. And Andujar, no offense, but Stanton could get hurt this year. We'll see how that, that happens. And Cespedes says, you know, hey, I could hit 40 dingers this year, and I could hit 80 dingers this year. We shall see. He's on the clock. He's only had 432 at-bats the last three years, producing 26 home runs, and Mets suck. Joey Bumbles, I hate to say it, the Mets, will they, will they perform this year? We'll see with the new manager. Time will tell. His Islanders won yesterday. I saw that Ovechkin with 700 goals, he's 194 behind Gretzky, and that he has a chance. He's 34, never been really injured. He could go on a tear a couple 40, 50, and he could, he could, he could, he could break Gretzky's record, which I didn't think it ever would be broke. Would ever be broken. Would ever be touched. But Ovechkin's got a shot. And UNC is season for the ages. I read this on Twitter. They're losing, uh, they've lost 17 this far. They could lose 23. So the guy was, this guy was a Kansas fan. The last time that Kansas lost 20 games in a season. Well, they haven't. Not once, ever since 1898, as Kansas lost 20 games in a season. They lost 18 in 62 and again in 73, but never 20. Kansas, Kentucky, and Duke have combined for a grand total of 0-20 lost seasons. Duke's worst season was 94-95 when they went 13-18, 2-14 in the ACC. That was when Krzyzewski got hurt and they brought in the, 
They put in the interim coach. I remember that. Kentucky in 1988, 89, went 13 19, 8-10 in the SEC. We'll see how that works out. But how about that? So freaking Kansas, Kentucky, and Duke have never lost 20 games in a season. And the way it looks like UNC is going to set a record. Well, they've already set a record for ACC losses in a season, regular season, with 13. And then, I w- you know, I, I always want to give props to well, Beyonce bans photos of her performance during Kobe Bryant Memorial. Why? Why is it? Is it it's too solemn an occasion? Really? You're joking, right? And XFL starter P.J. Walker, who I love, Saturday threw for 306 yards, three touchdowns, and Saturday's closer than expected, 34-27 over the Vamp- Tampa Bay Vipers. And I just saw the Bucks are uh, having new jerseys, new uniforms this season. He had 34 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground. Generated a passer rating of 120.8. Cam Phillips might be uh, playing for the NFL, too. He had eight catches on 10 targets for a buck 94, three touchdowns. He has seven touchdowns in three games for the season. P.J. Walker, 7848 uh, passing yards, 64% completion rate, 7.1 yards an attempt, 10 touchdown passes, one interception, and a rating of 112.7. He played, was a, he was on the uh, practice squad of the Colts. He said that he learned a lot from Brissett and from... Mr. Luck, Mr. Luck, which Andrew Luck you can learn a lot from, but I'd love him to play. And a class act by a night after, you know, Mr. Ayers, Zamboni driver, Dave Ayers, he was emergency goalie. The Hurricanes said they are bringing the Zamboni driver to Raleigh for the game Tuesday night against the Stars. See you Tuesday, Davey, they said on the Twitter account. Ayers will be in the building on Tuesday and will be our vector security siren sounder. Say that, vector security siren sounder. They're flying me down to Carolina for their game on Tuesday, so I'll get to spend more time with the guys, which is good. Yeah, pretty cool. And Raleigh Mayor Marion Baldwin also announced that Tuesday will be David Ayers Day in the city. The Hurricanes started selling shirts with Ayers' name and number 90 after Saturday's game. The team said Ayers will get royalties and that a portion of the proceeds will go to a kidney foundation in honor of the goaltender who underwent a kidney transplant in 2004 from his mother, which I think is freaking cool. But how about that? And Michigan just says, how many iced teas do I have in the fridge? So I have to tell her, how many iced teas does my girl have in the fridge? She has one and a half. She is right. One and a half. Yep, she's correct. Holy Moses. That girl knows her stuff. You are correct. So she is correct on that front. All right. What else do I have for today? The Kobe Memorial. We knew that was gonna. It's gonna be a somber occasion. No two ways around that. Oh, and the FDU lost to. Oh, they beat. I'm sorry, Robert Morris, seventy-five seventy. Yesterday. And the. Yeah. And I looked at the standings in the conference, and they are moving up, which is good. And they the first. Kickoff return touchdown in XFL history. Battlehawks Keith Mumphrey laterals to Joe Powell, who goes 90 yards for the first ever kickoff return TD, which I saw in the highlights. And an 80, Mary Ann, I saw this Wakefield sunk a 94 yard putt, 94 foot, um, 94 foot putt to win a new car at the Ole Miss basketball game. It was awesome to watch. It was so fun. She was going crazy. And, and uh, the, the Ole Miss, I guess they were shark for a mascot was jumping on her, but I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Not too, not too, not too shabby. Yeah. 
Marianne Wakefield. You, you learned it. Michigan sent me the video of it. It was pretty cool. And Springer, Dusty Baker said George Springer will remain at the top of the lineup in 2020. They've been booing him. So, yeah. So, FDU improves to 9-18. Robert Morris fell to 16-14. and 14. Ohio State took down Maryland. 79-72 behind Luther Muhammad's 22 points. The dump one. And somebody tried, I think somebody got there. Somebody tried to step on someone's, somebody from Maryland or, or the dump stepped on someone's foot. And Davis and LeBron last in the win yesterday over the Celtics combined for 61, 21 rebounds and 12 assists. And freaking Jason Tatum had 41 to lead the freaking, to lead the, to lead the Celtics. Oh, yeah. And uh, David Ayer's wife put, uh, she wrote, fuck me, she tweeted. Nice. He became the oldest goaltender in NHL history to win his regular season debut. So, David Ayers, congratulations to you. So, now, FDU is actually 7-9 and nine in conference, and they are in first, second, third, fourth, fifth. They're tied for sixth place. So, they're moving up. Anything's possible in the NAC tournament. Northeast Conference, you know anything's possible, Tony Tuck. And Boogie, DeMarcus, Boogie Cousins, who was released, especially interested in resigning the offseason with the Lakers, which will make them only better. We'll see how that works out. Raptors were up 63-32 at the half, and they ended up winning by 46, I think, over the over the Pacers. No, no. Yeah, over the Pacers. That's an ugly loss. That's an ugly loss. Yeah, the girl wrote, I would trade a box of Girl Scout Thin Mints for a Battle Hawks football, and she got it. I love that. I loved it a lot. And Zach Levine passes Ben Gordon for threes in a season with 174. Good for him. It's all you, you try to do your best, you do your best, and you get records. You play hard, you practice hard, good things happen to you. Yeah, the Raptors beat the Pacers 127-81. Ugly. Ugly. And L.A. Kings wore Kobe unis. Everybody loves, everybody loves a good story. You know, hey, that's pretty cool. Let's see how that works out. Yeah, I sent my buddy Bill's, Jasmine's wife, had her birthday today. Also, Joe Burrow to Alabama after it offered him a third string job. You must not know about me yet. All right, dude. You know what? You won the fucking Heisman. Shut the fuck up. Okay? You won the Heisman. I found a picture of uh, Peanut with a cone around her head. Every time I shows up on Facebook, I take because I, I, my computer got ruined and I lost everything. Leon Rose could take over as next president as soon as this week, and they think Tom Thibodeau will be the new head coach. Eh, okay. And Matt Schaub going to be a $2 million option. They're going to pick him up the backup for next season. Matt Schaub's still playing in the NFL. How about that? Not bad to be a freaking backup. Vontez Perfect is reinstated after 12 games suspension once to play in 2020. Who's going to take a shot at him? Guy's a fucking head case, man. He cray-cray. He very cray-cray. All right. What do we have today? Sports-wise, what's going on? All right. Let's see. Come on. Motherfucker. See, I was almost going to say the G word, but I didn't. Knicks are playing the Rockets tonight. Knicks will get their asses kicked. They're 17-39. NC State going to North Carolina, trying to end the seven-game losing streak tomorrow. Garrett Cole's pitching today for the first time for the Yankees. Bryant's playing FDU on Thursday. And that's all she wrote. Basketball, got some men's basketball. 
baseball, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to the trivia questions. All right. Oh, shit. Drop that. Didn't mean to drop that. Okay. Trivia question from last show. No one seems to be answering the trivia questions anymore. Okay. Name the only 27th pick of the NFL draft to make the Hall of Fame. Dan Marino in 1983, who dropped because they said he had, there were rumors of alleged drug use. Well, that was not the case. And DeAndre Hopkins, 2013, could be another Hall of Famer from the 27th pick. But Dan Marino, the only 27th pick of the NFL draft to make the Hall of Fame. Today's trivia question. Most rushing TDs in NFL playoff history. Who has the most rushing touchdowns in NFL playoff history? I know. You don't know. Try to find out. Folks, have a great day. That's all I got for today. I got to go eat something. Peace out. Love you all.